Maxon asks me early the next morning. Funny how natural it feels to resume the habits we shared three years ago, like checking in first thing each day. As I got on the stationary bike for a spin at 6.30, I rang him. He picked up right away, obviously already getting aerobic himself. Now I hesitate replying. Once, Maxon was the person I trusted most. Well, as much as I trusted anyone. I know now he didn't do me wrong, and I utterly overreacted. Healy and I have talked a lot about trying to believe the best in people rather than assuming the worst. She keeps telling me I have to take a leap of faith if I ever want to be happy. Trusting my own brother seems like a good place to start in learning how to jump. Besides, I owe him. Disastrously, I fill him in on the reunion, including the reason for Britta's impromptu party. What are you going to do? Is he really asking me this? As if he doesn't have the same instincts? What would you do? Well, Maxon pauses again. Healy is always telling me I should listen and empathize, and let's be real here. Maxon sighs, as if he hates to admit the truth. If I had a son I wanted to know by a woman I was estranged from, I'd figure out how to ingrain myself in every level of her life until I wore her down and she gave me what I wanted. Bingo. I'd be calling an attorney to find out what my rights are and how to exercise them fully. I've already left him a voicemail, I assure my brother. I'd also be learning your schedule. Yep, I plan to work on that today. In fact, I'll be quizzing you later. Every time I saw her, I'd insist that I want to meet my son. I nod. That goes without saying. Then I guess that's it. If all you want is to have Jamie in your life... He pauses. But you want more. You want the woman. Of course I do. What would you do in that case? When he hesitates, I wince. I probably hit a sore spot. I have no doubt he feels lost without Keeley. In your shoes, I do everything humanly possible to separate Britta from Mikhail. I grin. I'm already thinking of a strategy. But I'm trying to think less like a cutthroat bastard and more like a reasonable human being, he says as he breathes through his run. For Keeley. I get that. I'm just not convinced the Mr. Nice Guy thing will work. I'll try, but I'm prepared to be more... persuasive, if she won't listen. I think relentless might be a better term. Probably. I walked out on Britta when she was pregnant. It doesn't matter that I didn't know. What she remembers is that I left her to give birth alone. Now I have to convince her how badly I want Jamie. I also have to give her opportunities to see me as something other than the enemy. Once she's reassured of that, I'll start working with her on us. I would prefer to claim both of them simultaneously. If she thinks she's marrying Mikhail, I have to change her mind and her heart. On the other hand, I know Britta. If I press her too hard, too fast for something more than co-parenting, she'll shut me down. She doesn't trust me at all. I have to fix that, and it will take time. But I also can't let her believe I'm only back in her life for Jamie's sake. Which leads me to something I've been thinking. You know, for the duration of the Stowe contract, I think you and I should work really closely together. In fact, we should work out of the same office. Maxon jumps on my train, of thought, a split second later, and barks out a low laugh. <laughs> Britta will hate my guts for agreeing to this. But my brother does agree. That's what's important right now. I'll make her very happy in the end. You can't walk away from her this time. I'll kill you myself, he vows. That's absolutely the last thing on my mind, I promise you. So you really still have feelings for her? Yes. I don't have to think about it, I know. In fact, I knew the second our eyes met last night. Whatever she once felt for me may have utterly changed, but despite the years and my parade of faceless flings, I love Britta. I've always loved her. I was too stubborn and too stupid to tell her when we were together. For now, I can only add that to my pile of regret. We converted your former office into a storage and conference room, but we could do without it for a while. I smile. Excellent. You know, Sheila is having a grandbaby soon. 
I say of my assistant. She's been eager to visit her son and daughter-in-law in Seattle. I think she's earned some time off. A month or two ought to do it. Maxon laughs. Of being in the same office with Britta and of her being my assistant, too? Agreed. If I have her in my sights all day, I can work on her slowly. Maybe we'll tackle projects and have lunch together. I'll look for opportunities to see her after hours. Once I meet Jamie, I will insist we do things as a family. Encourage our natural connection until she no longer has any interest in marrying another man and raising our son with him. We just have to secure the listing first, Maxon points out. Can you show up about 8.30? I'll go over the present with you. We'll figure out how to split it up, then make our pitch at 10. I think George and Vivian Stowe will be pleasantly surprised. I hope. Since I fucked it up yesterday, I'd definitely like to make them happy clients now. Perfect. Maybe you can ask Britta to help me clear out my former office afterwards so I can move in again? I could do that. I really hope it works out for you two. Thanks.